Wieners. Wiener, 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 Ian mm-hmm. made me want to cry for real, dude. Oh, hey, yeah. boy. Need a bay. I didn't shed a tear, but I started making that ugly face. <laughs> I kind of made thought... the I kind of made the ugly face and shed a tears. I shed a tears. It was like two tears, one out of each eyeballs. My eyes welled up, bro. I got that. I got that welled up. You know, like I, when a kid, of, when a kid gets your eyeballs. Well, at least you got two of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> You know what hurt my feelings was on the last episode when Grindhouse called me Snaggle too. <laughs> oh, did, what did I say that? You for? don't have there, a Snaggle too, bro. There, I mean, there must have been a reason because you're obviously not a Snaggle too. So, uh, my teeth are kind of fucky. Look at them. They're not though. They're not. You're not. You're not a Snaggle too. My li- teeth are more fucky than yours. <laughs> I have two little baby baby dagger teeth. You see? Yeah, me? but you're not a Snaggle too, though. So I'm not even sure why I would have said that. Oh, I don't know. Because my, because uh, well, I'm saying my teeth are fucked up. They're not really though. I would not, I would not see you in public and go, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I look mean, at a gap. Look at a gap in that tooth. I, I no, that's mm-hmm. real. I can stick my tongue through it. Look. Okay, well that's great. I'm like a, I'm okay. like an underwater octopus. Well, welcome ways. to the nightclub. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Let's get it underway. Did you think of one? Uh, I did. Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. So we remember the structure, right? No, no, I never do. Let's go. Let's get <laughs> I it. never do. I'm, I'm impossible. Get it. Get it. Get it. Intro, get the, it. In, intros, get it. banter. Then we're gonna do the. If you have not seen tonight's film, you know that thing. Then, then that's when the production notes and trivia happen. Then okay, we do okay. something funny you. that leads to a music cue. I'm a terrible employee. I'm sorry. You should probably fire me. So, uh, oh uh, no, that sounds lame. We don't do, do no, no, no. We don't want to fire anybody right now. I'm saying we whenever whenever you're ready, sir, let's do fucking pieces. Um god damn it. Wait, no, don't do it yet. Oh okay. shit. I had it. God, god damn it. I had I, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling up at least the plot so I can follow along. Oh my stars and garters. <laughs> I remember that opening, god damn, and I was like, wait, did, what did he say? My stars and garters? Yeah. Well, the nice part about this movie That was is something has... people said back in your day, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> okay, whenever you're ready. <laughs> mentally mentally writing my letter of resignation right now. Um, Dear Nightclub, fuck off. Sign Grand House Zombie. Why um, does Ricky have to suffer for my my disobedience and 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 malfeasance and well, Ricky, evil Ricky's, machinations? Ricky's not going to suffer. Him and I have, are already quietly plotting the nightclub 2.0. And guess what? Oh, you are the bus boy. Just like the you know. bus boy. <laughs> why? Why? why sad face. Why y'all leaving me? Oh, we're not leaving you, bro. We're not, no we're not leaving you. We were never there to start with. <laughs> we were never even there. <laughs> no, we're just your two I'm imaginary friends. There. No, we're your Take two imaginary friends. Around.
Welcome to the nightclub, but we are the ones that say the night has a thousand screams. I'm I am your host, Grindhouse Zombie, and I have Dumb and Dumber with me, as always. I'll let you figure out which one's which. We're the Fairley Brothers? No, wait. Dude, can I be Lloyd? I feel like I'm Lloyd. Yeah, be Lloyd. You can be Harish, because you're always on the porcelain throne, just shitting your ass off. And yeah, I'll, be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be Samsonite. <laughs> hey, Monday morning, so late for the break, and the blood flows through my heart and veins like sand as I shake, and the wind outside, and the taxi's revving, and the lonesome hum that comes from my death's memphis. Dude, this is a biopic about me. <laughs> welcome to welcome to the nightclub where we're going to talk about everything I've done, and tonight's film is based on it. Pretty much. Pretty now much. try now try to figure out which character I am. Um, if I had to guess, honestly, you strike me as a Willard. That's what you strike me. You're a Willard. You're the little fella that was banging that chick when she was so obsessed with him, probably. <laughs> uh-huh. I had that. Just come back to bed. Give it to me one more time. I won't make any noise. I promise. I had that Podrick. <laughs> I had that Podrick penis. For sure. Yeah, boy. That's that magic that pot, nightclub. That potus. That pod. He had that potus. <laughs> Hippopod. Well, well, for our show tonight, I think me and all of our listeners would appreciate it if you would tuck it back in your sock and we can get back to the movie. Okay. Okay. What is what is tonight's movie, sir? Tonight's movie is 1982's Pieces. Warning, what you will see in the movie Pieces cannot be revealed, cannot be described, cannot even be imagined, and you don't have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Pieces, it's exactly what you think it is. Pieces, absolutely no one under 17 will be admitted. Uh, I'm going to let that slide real quick because I have contention. I've got contention, but I'm going to let it slide. Oh, you always have contention, though. Go what see a, con- go see a doctor or something. Jesus Christ. Wide oh. release versus where it was actually released. It was released in 82, but released in America in 83. Yeah. I, I'm not – okay, and I've said this before on the show. I want to clarify for any listeners who have any kind of confusion. Anytime I list a movie that's not of the year that if you Google it, it's like, oh, fuck – when it comes to release dates, I'm a uh, fan of wide release dates. Like that's when I can look, when I could see the movie with along with everybody else in the world. I gen I generally am too. The reality of this fuck, god damn it, <laughs> damn it, boy. For, for this movie, the accepted date is 1982. Okay, I'll, was, I'll, and I'm gonna go with you on it, baby. It was released in more than just Spain in 1982. So well then, well then, I, I will put it on the the fucking show notes. Put it on my mind, boy. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of show notes, though, I want all the listeners to go there real quick before we dive into into what we're doing. Um, the Nightclub Podcast has a Discord, and it's popping as fuck. We 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 have contests, watch-alongs. Don't all go that there. Fun. It's depraved. Yeah. Don't go there. If you don't like a good time, don't come here. When it comes to release dates, I'm just saying I don't count them as the wide 
the, the, the big wide release, but knowing that tonight's film was released in more than just Spain and more than at just one film festival that only several people could attend. Cool. 1982 pieces. Yeah, boy. And I'll, <laughs> get your fucking ten, boy. <laughs> also, remember, also remember that if you ever meet Travis in person and you say the word "cut" to him, he will give you forty-five percent off of a back alley hand job. Remember that. Oh, um, if you meet bouncer? me in real life and recognize me and come up to me and say "cut," I listen to the nightclub. I will give you a free hand job. <laughs> I love it. Guess who's packing his bags for Louisiana? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> so Cron- another Cronenberg just landed. <laughs> yeah. So another another quick shout out uh to our good buddy Carly Sonnefeld and um and her good friend Madeline Deering. We now have access to what I think is going to be a pretty spectacular movie, Bathtub Shark Attack. Um yeah, that, boy. that we are hoping to watch this weekend and then in the near future talk to the director, have her on an episode of the nightclub. I think it's gonna be the really, only really fucking fun. shark movie that matters this summer. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Well, I'll, well, I'll tell you what. I, I can tell you what movie don't matter this summer, and that's Black Demon because that was a piece of shit. Oh. So, oh. And I don't try to like hate on movies. Like the new, the, the new and enlightened Grindhouse does not want to hate on anything. That movie was fucking awful. Mm. Um. So. Oh. I know there's some other shark Bad. movie coming out, but it also has the numero two behind it. So I also know how that sort of goes. So we'll just kind of let that slide for now. Also, shout out to Grindhouse's other show that he's on, Handle with Fucking Scare. Well, that's not the title. It's just Handle with Scare. I didn't mean to throw the fucking in there. But if you search them out, um, it's Handle with Scare, a horror movie podcast. And every Tuesday, they're fucking launching this watch along called Twisted Tuesday. You can join it on Kick, link in the show notes, as well as their Discord, because they've got their own Discord over there. Y'all been fucking doing the goddamn thing, dude. Episode after episode, and I've been listening. I'm very entertained. Uh you and Totemly Drunk fucking kick it. Yeah, yeah we do yeah, we do Twisted Tuesday theoretically every Tuesday night, and then we do a record along, you know, with the chat every Wednesday. Now, just life being what it is, we haven't been super on the Wednesday piece of it, let's just say. But uh after this week we're hoping to kind of get back into a call it a regular thing. My regular Wednesday night thing. Um so uh I also we'll want to point out it. you're on a podcast network technically. Uh slash and cast. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You're, you oh. you are, you never pimp them. What what they got going on on slash and cast cuz? Oh dude, there's all kinds of stuff on there. If you go on there you can find I mean it, a lot of it's obviously horror related. Um no. So w- whenever whenever we finally decide to uh, start our own podcast network, I'm gonna fucking be trying to fight totally drunk to come on over because I just want him to I want him to be a part of this. I don't yeah, know what Slash and Cast does, but I think I can get him to come would. over. He yeah. probably would. Yeah. Come on over to the Nightclub Collective. We're gonna be doing that goddamn thing. Ooh, the hive. Pod- podcast of the realm, cause welcome to the mm. Night Cult. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. There you go. <laughs> we were the witches, but I guess we'll have a cult. Fuck it. Well, <laughs> our cup, our friends. Man. <laughs> our our, co- our coven's not as inclusive. It's just us three or the coven. The rest are a bunch of cultists. Even even if you don't get to be part of the direct cult, you get to come and hang out at the parties, and there's free Kool Aid for everybody. I love Kool Aid. I love drinking the Kool Aid, the flat Earth Kool Aid, the Old World Kool Aid, all yeah, that the globe tar- cup Kool Aid, the globe cup Kool Aid, <laughs> all the Tartarian Kool Aid. <laughs>
1982-83's pieces. If you have not seen this movie, cry off now and go sit on a running chainsaw. <laughs> if, if you have not seen tonight's film, have have an insane opening, an insane opening scene where you quickly realize when you're doing a Swamp Donkey double feature that this is a totally different movie than John Carpenter's Halloween. And imagine for a second if your first Playboy was a puzzle and you had to put it together first before you could jerk oh, off. Putting that shit together his whole life. <laughs> well, maybe that's where puzzle glue came from. I don't know. <laughs> Let, Let the, the ritual, ritual begin. Oh, you bastards. Why are you torturing me like this? Why? <laughs> Pieces. 1982 Spanish-American, we'll call it pseudo-slasher movie. Um, it's also been compared to uh, like a lot of Italian giallo movies where you've got this sort of a whodunit slashery thing kind of going on. Directed by Juan Piquer Simon. Um, <laughs> has really the only major star, it stars maybe losing a, a loose term there, um, Christopher George. He was our, our good buddy from... Uh, city of the dead and also the the movie uh mortuary and at the time his wife was also in this movie our hot little blondie uh, most of the movie is supposed to be set in boston but almost all of it was filmed in valencia spain there were some exterior shots shot in boston and then a great number of the exterior shots were reused from a movie called supersonic man that was also directed by simone so Way to save a couple of shekels there, but I think when it comes to <laughs> that ball was reusing footage in this movie. It totally was, yeah, from Damn. an earlier movie. Yep. Hey, I ain't um, hating. I ain't hating. I ain't hating. Fuck yeah, bud. Yeah, yeah. No, it had an estimated budget of, and this is, this kind of blew me away three hundred thousand dollars to make this movie, mm. and I'm guessing cool. they spent two hundred ninety eight thousand four hundred seventy three dollars and twenty four cents on effects. <laughs> <laughs> because it doesn't seem like they spent any well they might have spent 10 bucks on that nudie puzzle too but yeah. that was uh <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot in the rest of it buying that um, from the 1980s equivalent of spencer they bought that nudie puzzle one of the funnier things about this is one of the producers dick randall he was really big into making kung fu movies in rome at the time so there was uh and I'm not sure of the pronunciation, so I'm just going to wing it here. But there was a Bruce Lee impersonator whose name was Bruce Lee, but only with one E. And he was a big part of Randall's movies. So they wrote him into the movie in one scene. And I'm sure you guys remember. But it, oh, yeah. But it made no sense in the movie. It had nothing to do with the context <laughs> of the movie. They just wrote that part in there because that guy happened to be in the same place. And it was Dick Randall was producing and he was like, so let's just have this guy in here for the hell of it which made no sense at all. Discount um, Bruce Lee? Discount mm -hmm. Bruce Lee. Dollar mm -hmm. store Bruce Lee all mm -hmm. day long. And then not so much a trivia thing, but like a hmm sort of moment is that when the movie starts and it's 1942 and the mother tells the boy to go and get a plastic trash bag to throw that puzzle away, 
that's great, but plastic trash bags weren't invented until 1950. So a nice. little, bit, little bit early on the arrival there, Mom. But Grindhouse would okay. know because he remembers when that groundbreaking worldwide invention was made. He was very Do much I in remember? His prime. Very I much. invented the plastic bag, so you're welcome. <laughs> okay. okay. Right now, there's a lot of environmentalists that are just fucking squeezing their fucking fists in uh, well, I'll blind tell you what. hatred. I'll tell you what. The first, my first one was a plastic bag. My second one was the condom. You know what? And both your mothers are thankful I did that. Anyway, <laughs> Thank you for your service. <laughs> that's what your mom said. Uh, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> So our movie starts out in 1942, Boston, Massachusetts, and we have our 10-year-old Timmy Reston, um, who's got kind of a bitch for a mom, right? Um, She's not super nice and um, basically compares him to his philandering father who left them because he's playing with this jigsaw puzzle of this nude woman. Mm -hmm. Uh, Um, She's trying, bro. She's trying. She feels she feels a little bit Aunt Martha from Sleepaway Camp. Just saying, just no, a little bit. Aunt um, Martha oh, was so nice. This lady's a. Uh, she, you're right. She's a bitch. <laughs> lunaticy, just lunaticy. Yeah, right? big time. Um, I like. Her, so she, I like. I like where Ricky's mm, going though. <laughs> yeah. Well, so she orders him to dispose of this puzzle, and that's the plastic bag thing. Go get a plastic bag, even though we don't have those yet. Um, he returns with an axe, kills her, and then dismembers her with a hacksaw. Which is the, the fucking the fucking hacking, the hacking in this opening scene because the acting, uh, uh, like I was saying, immediate. We just covered Halloween. Now we're we're on pieces. Both movies made in the fucking late seventies, early eighties. So that time period, both mm-hmm. for three hundred grand, by the way. Yep. So that's mm-hmm. cool. Wow. Um, unintentional back to back budgets right here. Got them back to back budgies, cuh. <laughs> How much chuddy is that? <laughs> that's a lot of chuddy. That's a lot of chuddy, cuh. Jump in the chat of the pod Discord to find out what the chuddy is, um, and w- the overacting is ridic, and the mom is ridic, and that reminded me of like I'm not watching the subdued, grounded, slasher movie now. I'm watching one of these over the top boys, <laughs> this boy over the top. But the hacking, when the son comes back in and fucking brings down the axe, that's effective. What's not mm. what what what's not effective in the way of building suspense and drama is what follows with the police coming in. Mm-hmm. Oh, totally. I I like the piece where he's 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 leaning over and he's super focused on the puzzle, and he has this one piece and he has it up to his mouth, and then right. he leans in and he puts it down and it just happens to be the piece that has the muff on it. So it's <laughs> like he had he sort of had the muff in his mouth and maybe he was kind of getting it ready to go and then he put it in place. That boy had a piece of muff. Yeah, and, and you're right. Yeah, the, a lot the of muff, this is not the, the muff piece. <laughs> yeah, the 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 axing was really good. The the hacking was a little maybe not quite so good. I like that it I like that it is though. It's it's the hacking and the slashing. Hack and slash network, right? Yeah. But in, but in the end the boy got to finish his puzzle. And so that's what's important here cuz he's, you know, paying attention to detail and he's completing his task. The cops instantly think like they're like, "Oh yeah, like we found him here. This kid ain't he ain't the one that did this." No, never, never. Yeah. No, gets, we're not gonna right. believe that. Yeah, and he gets sent to live with his aunt. But so many things about this opening, like the kid. It, so it's 1942, supposedly. The kid is dressed. If you look at his clothes, he's like a little mini Hitler youth, which is a little <laughs> <Right>. weird. Um, <laughs> you know. But then it's like when they have when they have the cops come in, they look. 
I, they I look they like look... the Beastie Boys uh, <laughs> cosplaying as cops. That's what they look like. <laughs> a little, a little bit, but then we we got a lot of like the fake mustaches and all that kind of stuff again. Right. But then there's just fucking blood everywhere. But then there's this this woman. Like, who is this woman? And then they find mom's head in a closet, and that's just I, one thing. I think we should just get out of the way right now. This movie is so fucking poorly dubbed. It is ridiculous. Oh, it's it is, good. It's well, good. it's it's good, but it's bad to the point where it's good, but it comes back sure, to bad. Sure, it's, sure. It's 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 entertaining how poorly dubbed it is. <laughs> well, and so much of it, so much of the movie is in English, and it's right. still it's still badly dubbed. I mean, like <laughs> you you actually have the lips to follow along with, and you still couldn't do. You it. can tell it's they like did well. what the Italians did, where they yeah. just like. A lot Everyone of ADR. just say your lines in your language and whatever it is, and we'll just dub it all in English. You know? I do I do like the title sequence after this, though, where it's the, the opening title credits or like this butcher knife and all the, the title cards bathed in blood, like dripping blood everywhere. And it plays out with the score. I think I think this this title card is really cool. I th- but I think this these letters and things are now something that has become a standard font in Windows. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. The, sure, little sure. Drippy, the dripping blood letters. It's like uh, maybe not the greatest, but we'll take it for what it's worth. And right after that, we get the killer, the unforeseen Giallo killer with the black gloves. Like you pointed it out, yep. dude, hundred mm-hmm. percent. He pulls out this little box that has firework flower explosions on it, and inside mm-hmm. are like these high heeled shoes and bloody ass dress. It's a creepy memento box. Like, what is this shit? This is serial killer level fucked up. That's, this oh, is that's Silence the serial the killer spank bank. <laughs> that's what that is. That's the spank yep, bank. If that's you're exactly, a serial killer. That's bro. exactly what it is. You pull all yeah. that shit out and you get all riled up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the bottom. The bottom of that box should look like a melted candle at this point. I mean, he's got, <laughs> because he's got he's got his mommy's shoes, he's got his mommy's dress, and then the picture of his mother with the big red X through it, you know. Right. And it's so yeah, and like even when he pulls it out of the box, it seems like it's like a little stuck to the bottom. I'm like, I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, is this you know? the, is this Steve Buscemi from fucking Billy Madison? Is this him unhinged? For sure, because yes. he's 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 putting lipstick X marks on people's faces. Right, He's and talking on the phone with oh. the, the cord dangling. Yeah, well, <laughs> it might be. It might be. But then for I love when he's tapping his heels. He's like, I, I hate it. No, I'm thinking of something else. Water boy. You're I'm thinking, thinking of water, water boy. boy yeah. When he's like, I hate him. I hate him. I hate him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Fonz is a ten. <laughs> the Fonz is a ten in that movie, boy. <laughs> so then we have what is maybe one of the most awkward. We have this skateboarder. She skateboarded down the street, and there's mm-hmm. there's two guys from yeah R- R- Rick and Morty's mirror moving company that are carrying <laughs> the biggest mirror in the world. Oh, yeah. Rick, jeez, I hope no one's skateboarding right now and comes flying down the hill all <laughs> willy nilly and crashes into it all. Jeez, no, <clears throat> don't worry, Morty. It'll it'll only end badly if they're on the smallest skateboard in the world. <laughs> <laughs> if they're on a plastic skateboard, Morty, they're gonna just they're 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 not gonna. They're not gonna know where, where they're going, and they're gonna crash right into this and and, and cause pieces from 1982, Morty, released in Spain in 1982. Yeah, but so the mirror breaks, and the skateboarder is probably killed in some bloody and gruesome way. But then there's this little quick flashback to the mother dying, and there was a mirror broken in the room. And then you have our black glove killer 
pulls out the fe- first few pieces of the puzzle and puts together a head, mm-hmm. the head of the puzzle. And then we pop into a park where we see a girl who looks like she's studying, but she's studying with most of her ass out, which I yeah. thought, <laughs> thought was sure. kind of awkward. It's like you can see her ass cheek. Her like, dress like, is all the way up on her body. It is all the way up. Yeah. yeah. And, and well, they and, got and, that, they got that creepy boy in the tree with the mm-hmm. chainsaw. Well, fucking well, chopping shit down, staring at that ass. He's peepee. Well, he's peepee miking. He's peepee well, he miking on that butt. That butt. Well, talks. He, to- well, he totally is. But then the worst part is, is then they show the scene where she's looking over her shoulder, looking back, and now her whole ass is covered. It's like right. make up your mind. Either show the ass or don't show the ass. If you're gonna show it to me, show it to me. Because this movie is not shy about showing you the ass. If you know what I mean. So it's like why and cover Bruno, it up now? Bruno's so- looking at her and he's cleaning that chainsaw, boy. He's so happy. <laughs> the face he's making while he's wiping it down, boy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then our mystery girl in the park hears the rumbling, the rumbling of a chainsaw, you know, and she's like, "Oh, I'm trying to work." And boom, we get our puzzle piece, weird chronology thing of he cuts off her head with the fucking chainsaw. Decapitation. We got the fucking decapitation boy in broad in broad daylight. Dope. Yeah, but in broad daylight, what seems like a pretty populated place, and nobody sees it. Here's a goddamn thing. Dude, this scene is cool. Her head goes a flying. The blood. There's the little bit of gore from the neck bones on the body part with the headlessness. Fucking dope. Like Ricky, like Ricky exclaimed, decapitation, baby. And then you the get headlessness, white. Bro. Then you get white men, old white men shaking hands, and young people smoking joints. Mm-hmm. I, I love it. I love it. It's 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 a metaphor for life. Oh, <laughs> if I will, <laughs> and I will, and I will. Um, it is. It's it's the old guard and the new guard, right? And it's the old man who fucking want to be all <laughs> secretive, and then the mm-hmm. young folks fucking smoking their their drugs, and I don't know what they're talking about. I don't remember honestly. But fucking some, on a waterbed. Who's the old pervert guy that's peeping at the boobs? He's peeping the at the boobs. The yeah. professor that every student every student quietly mocks him because they all think he's him is sexual. Um, but nah, he, I thought he's, he was a lizard person. Me too. Based he's, on the way he looks, <laughs> he's a reptilian, and his jacket, his jacket is a tin. Yeah, yeah, hey, he does. What, he does definitely have um, a dollar store John Cleese look uh-huh, about him. Uh-huh. For a lizard guy, he's pretty. He's pretty fun. He's pretty fun for a lizard guy. And now we have our cops that are coming in. They're talking to the dean, and they're they're talking about this murder, obviously. And this is. Maybe Travis's point about a room full of old white guys because they just get progressively older as they go, which is oh, just yeah, they do. <laughs> weird as hell. They all well, have we the also same have our cut, and it just like goes yeah. from like brown to gray to black to white. Yeah, and I think in these scenes too with the two cops, we also have our dollar store Leslie Nielsen. So he he talks through the entire movie. It doesn't make a lot of sense, but he definitely talks through a lot of the thing. But that's kind of what he looks like to me. And then our buddy Christopher George, obviously, I. You can't you can't really help but like him, even though he was going to be dead a few years later from lung cancer from all those cigars he was always smoking. Shocker! That boy walks around the whole movie, never lighting that bitch. Yeah. Never, never ever. He, he looks like Willem Dafoe. He's like a yeah. dollar dollar store Dafoe, and he okay. never light he never lights that blunty. It's a blunt. It's not a cigar, by the way. It's a blunty. It's a blunty. Sure. He's, he's waiting for the right time. He got that black and mild, boy. <laughs> <laughs> he done broke that shit up, spilled all the tobacco out in the parking lot. You walk outside and see a pile of tobacco, you know someone done smoked a blunty up in, yeah, your, yeah, pre- up in your presence. Yeah, boy. So, 
So now we get to the point where Professor Brown, aka Snake Man, is going to give our uh, our two cops sort of a tour of the school, and it's I, basically I, I love here, the skulls. Here's here, here's a room. Try not to notice the basically the hot broads everywhere, and then also our groundskeeper Willie with his chainsaw. But also, but also the skulls, the human skulls, the human skulls. Yeah, and they were and they got from a student. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, if I walked into a class and said, hey, professor, I've got a human skull for you. I think said professor would probably call the fucking cops, but hey. Dude, whatever. I love it. Sir. I yep. love it. But yeah, you do You do get that big, larger-than-life man that's cutting down all the fucking hedges. And Bluto. it's like... Yeah, Bluto yeah. and the chainsaw stroke. Oh, yeah. He's got the happiest... Like, like, he's talking to it. It'll be okay, honey. It'll be okay. I love him. I love him doing his thing. Well, and his, like, the constant stink eye, too. Oh yeah, <laughs> looking like he has to yeah. take a shit, boy. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> My boy's holding back the whole time. He's like, "I don't trust this fart. I don't trust mm-hmm. this fart." <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what he's doing. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we have another one of our random. Hey, let's be off in the woods and get our freak on. But then we have the puzzle pieces again, and our gloved killer puts on. I mean, let's call it what it is: the titties. He puts the titties on the puzzle. You know. Sure. Sure. But apparently he's done the outline of the puzzle too. So if you're a puzzle person, that's what I do first. I always do the outline and then the titties. That's what I do. Right, so right. makes makes total sense. I like I like this boy in the next scene that's got that fucking sweater, that outrageous sweater. And he oh, the blue like, one, the blue yeah. and white one. Yeah, he seems like a playboy. But the, the moment that girl with the fucking hot ass leaves, he mm-hmm. puts his nerd glasses back on, and I'm like, that boy's a pretender. The mm-hmm. Foo Fighters pretender is playing in this scene in my mind. Yep. Damn. Yeah, boy, he pretended. And the killer... him and his little friend about to get kicked out of wizard school. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> They're in Raven Guard. Oh, yeah, but they, 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 they are Raven Guard. The, the yeah. ass on that blonde that walks away. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, boy. Good yeah, boy. lord. Good, Good morning. Lord. Yeah. Good morning. When she, when she threw morning. him that, she threw him that <laughs> little note, and he read it, and then crumbled it up and tried to throw it in the garbage, but. He missed. <laughs> our, our 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 guy in the black trench coat and black gloves somehow walks through the library and picks up shit from the garbage can. And again, shout out to Charles the Twat, our suspenders of Diff's belief. <laughs> like nobody would notice this guy. No one he's noticed. Got, he's got the magic cloak on. Well, there's you know? a reason. There's a reason no one batted an eye at this person. Well, but you don't know why though. Until right, right, right. Much, right, right. much right. later into the film. Yep. But next our... scene is the pool scene. Ooh. Good build up right here, man. Oh yes, and she's just like does the the slow take it off. Oh my goodness, just she does do the slow take it off. Oh, the slow, yeah. sexy, just and oh she my has lords. The, she has the perfect black bikini on underneath her school attire, and mm-hmm. then the top comes off, and she is a fine, fine specimen. We Ooh, got titties, yo. I'm a I'm a thespian <laughs> of the speci- the specimen. If y'all don't notice, that was a better way to say that, Ricky. <laughs> I was if, trying to, I was trying to give it the finer things and class it up. <laughs> Ricky's got to go with it. We got titties, y'all. <laughs> we got the titties, y'all. This Night movie club. is sleazy. <laughs> yes, yeah, this sleazy. movie, this movie is sleazy, y'all. If you this decide movie is to sleazy watch this, P Martini. It's sleazy oh. P Martini territory. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Man. Well, and then hot blondie in the pool gets basically killed with the the fucking bug net. Right, Bruh, it's, like it's like he's—it's like he's at Petco, fucking fishing a goddamn guppy <laughs> out the water. And this well, chick is too dumb to get out of the goddamn net. That how do you not just in. push it off? Just swim push out. it off. Just, and, just... and the way the way when he gets her out of the pool, the way she like kind of poses sexy, 
yeah. while waiting for him to kill her. <laughs> yeah. It's so uh, stupid. I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, this, the same the same net that you use to chase a leaf for a half an hour, and you can't catch a motherfucker, but he can snag a blonde in this thing. It's like, come on, right? I'm, give me a, a whole ass, break. a whole ass woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And she's she, just like, oh, she does oh. get sexy, and he yeah. comes up with that chainsaw and swipes her ass. But cut to the library again, and we got we got more nerd action going on. I guess um, I don't oh, remember this scene. They're I'm they're just, just talking about like getting kicked out of Hogwarts and, <laughs> and and how much they hate Harry Potter or something. I don't know. You in wah. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't think they, no, the one guy's like trying to like, Hey baby, come on. And she's like, Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Oh yeah. 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 He's, 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 like, he's, he's, he's uh, a macking on her and shit. Yeah, he said, I was slayed by your withering look. Oh, uh, he was, yeah. He, that boy, that boy was hardcore macking. <laughs> oh, hardcore. Yeah, boy. Yep. Oh, shit. Oh, but then we yeah. get the killer dragging the fucking dead body upstairs and storing it in a fucking freezer. Well, that's the best part. You know, the person who is, who is, the killer is clearly on campus somewhere. I mean, they're clearly not far away and he's dragging this fucking bag of meat and it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he has this like built in freezer. It's like, I'm pretty sure when they were building the school, somebody would have noticed if somebody put a freezer in somebody's room. Okay, oh, and there's Bluto breaks out, right? He breaks, yeah. he breaks out and he goes to the pool and yep. he starts fighting. He's fighting this around fight the is world. Amazing. Yeah. He's fighting around the yeah. world right here. <laughs> this fight's amazing, bro. I'm actually, yeah. It's actually impressive. Fuck yeah, dude. It's choreographed well. Yeah. He's an Ironborn. He's taking yeah, he out beats everybody. Up, he, he, he beats up Leslie Nielsen. He beats up the Beastie Boys. And then he beats up our blue sweater <laughs> little, uh, little college romantic guy who literally broke a two-by-four over his back. Hell it's yeah, not, It's not until the cop comes in. Guy. He comes in with a gun and stops him. Yeah. And now, like, the paramedics yeah. are in there. They're picking up the body. The cop is talking yeah. to the professor. Like, shit's real now. Like, in this movie, shit is real at this point. And I'm going to say, watching this last night, I was drunk as fuck. As a skunk, even. As a skunk, what I, even. What I think is awesome is they have these two <laughs> paramedics or ambulance attendants or whatever walk in. And they're <clears> both <throat> dressed head to toe. In white shoes, white pants, and like white tunics, right? Yeah, like they do in surgery and, up in there. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Well, but but there, like here, pick up this pile of body parts. Try not to get fucking dirty while you're doing it. They're gonna try to Frankenstein <laughs> this shit together. They find the chainsaw too, though. That's yeah. oh, it's well, it was sitting on the wind, sitting on the windowsill, and he touched it. Yeah, yeah. so that's why they arrest him. Right? You know? They're like, oh, that's the groundkeeper Willie's chainsaw, yeah. boy. Yeah. yeah, but I like how I like how when they're like digging around poking around at the bodies and stuff that one dude picks up a piece like he's gonna take it home like it's leftovers <laughs> in a doggy bag or some shit <laughs> he's gonna cannibalize it cook. oh professor brown yeah well that's the weirdest part in this whole thing they have the whole entire staff of the school and help and like half the student body like just walking through scenes and touching shit and doing all kinds of it's like hey you want to be a cop for a day sure <laughs> and then just everybody kind of goes it makes Next to no sense. There's a lot of dialogue happening after that, but the next thing I remember personally is when they're jazzercising and dancing around, and yeah, all, well, all the women look like really cool. I like, yeah, them, but, but they got cool. they, they got that killer peeping. He peeping. Well, that's kind of what he does the entire yeah. fucking movie. <laughs> really, he be, he be peeping. But I'm gonna say, like, outside of that, I appreciate this scene. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, gee, I wonder. <laughs> We're going back to Sleaze Land, but guys, it's pieces. All right? This ain't Halloween. Yeah. Tonight, it's pieces. So, fuck well, no, you. It, this movie, I think, is known for its... its I mean, no, it's fuck put... Them. No, fuck them. No, it's putting categories <laughs> that people call it borderline <laughs> pornography. They do. You know? Really? I mean, this it movie? was... Yeah. Yeah, there's I a lot of places. that bad. Well, but there's, like, places... I think it was... Um... I'm even building it up, but I don't think it's that bad. Well... Well, I could see back then during the uh, fucking video nasty era. Sure. Yes, it was, yes it, it was late. It was labeled as a video nasty. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. And- There's a lot of skimpy and a lot of fucking because after they done dancing, the one chick, the one skimp, she goes downstairs being cute as fuck, and he follows, and she she's just dancing down the hall, fucking doing her thing, and this dude is creeping. He's creeping big time, bro. Baby creeping. When you, with when his you, slick shoes. Well, but the jazzercise thing, the jazzercise <laughs> thing is sexy time, right? It was used in one of the Friday the 13th. It was used oh, in yeah. Return, of, Return of the Living Dead 2. It was used. So it's not it's not one of those things that's unknown or uncommon. Oh, no. But, and this, I, I would say if maybe, maybe last time if we figured out that the final girl trope came from Halloween. In this movie, the jazzercise trope came from, from pieces because, because, yeah, they do use that in other films. Mm-hmm. And she gets to sneak it around, and we get Blunny Boy. He's popping in, not lighting his blunt again, and <laughs> they're having issues at this fucking at this point. Like everybody trying to figure out the crime that's happening here on campus. But yeah, but then again, understanding that they've compelled most of the student body and most of the staff to be junior investigators for a day. You know, <laughs> there's a, there's a whole lot of deputy right. dogs in this thing, and it's like. You know, you wouldn't you wouldn't let a professor at the school walk into a crime scene and and pick up a bag oh, of body no, parts. Oh no, no, yeah, definitely hmm. not. I went, like you said, it looked, looked like he was willing to take home a souvenir, put it mm-hmm. put it next to his pile of weird skulls that he has. Like, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> well, make he's a reptilian, bro. I mean, <laughs> yeah. you know. is he though? So he was just wrapping it up for later. That's what he was doing, right? Yeah, he's gonna eat that shit. Oh, uh-huh. he's like, y'all gonna eat this? Y'all mind if I take some? The next scene I remember is the tennis scene. Where they're fucking playing tennis. I don't know. A lot again, a lot of talking happens. And I don't remember the dialogue. Grindhouse, if you do Well, they bring me, in but... they bring in the undercover cop lady who's gonna come to the school and be undercover as the tennis coach. And it is funny because a lot of the actresses in the movie none of them knew how to play tennis, so they had to all have tennis lessons before they could Whoa. go and be part of this, which <laughs> probably not a good chunk of the budget spent there, but um Right. <laughs> yeah, because well, they're well no well. Well, I'll, I'll well, I'll, I'll disagree well. for the sake of it because I'll say if you're gonna have a whole scene dedicated to it, they might as well know how to fucking do it, right? Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. You're right. If if you have if you have the money well, to spend on it, which this well, I, well, put, I I agree with that, but to that logic, they should have given all these people acting lessons too. So <laughs> <laughs> there's just that. Um, <laughs> so fair point. Fair play. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, we got, you know, our, our hot little blondie tennis coach, and then we have the almost necessary but unnecessary back and forth head scene of people playing tennis. Just mm-hmm. doop, doop. Oh, yeah. Oh. And then people yeah, doing the doing the nice little quiet the tennis fake, clap. The, the fake clap. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh. And then we have our school music that dun 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 dun, dun. I mean and but then you have I think the guy's name is Kendall and he's kinda like scoping on the hot police lady like, hmm. Wonder if I could uh, get together with her later and play hide the wiener. He definitely has that <laughs> kind of 
that kind of vibe. Well, he's he's for sure. He's he's closetly macking on her. He's just like hmm. perv macking. Oh yeah. Well, Upper. I don't know if I'd call it perv macking. I mean, he's operating that mac. College kid, you see a little bit older lady. I don't think that's perv macking. That's just you know mommy Cody issues. Cody Co just laughed his ass off. I'm just letting you yeah. know right now. Well, and then we have our we're perv back to macking, our, we're back to our puzzle and our gloved killer is putting together the arms. So if I have ever in a, in a, in a movie seen a, I don't know what you want to call it, a storyline where they so, <laughs> I mean, every, every time you see this puzzle, it's basically a little bit of what Ricky would call an expedition dump mm-hmm. where they're going to, they're telling you, by the way, this is exactly what's happening next. <laughs> and it's, yeah. It's kind of bad, but it's kind of awesome at the same time. I, I never really it's, know how to feel it's about It's kind it. of boring. I'm like, I, after the first couple, I'm like, I fucking get it, guys. I fucking <laughs> yeah. get it. God damn. I, li- I, I, I Well, I, I get it, but I kind of do like that part of this movie where it keeps going back to the puzzle before the next kill. I think it gives this movie its own little flavor a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, It's one of the things I can you point like to. You like it a taste? I like it a taste. I like to see what it tastes like. Mm-hmm. Um, it tastes it tastes kind of good. I like. It's got I like the it. nutrients. It, it's mm-hmm. what I crave. <laughs> <laughs> the electrolytes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get we get this cool scene where where the one girl's in the fucking jazzercising room doing sexy stuff, mm-hmm. and she leaves, and then the lights go out, and the killer comes out. I like this scene, dude. He comes out with the chainsaw, and his it's like his dick, his hard dick, yeah, but... just pointing yeah, he keeps right looking, out into he, the air. He keeps looking through the door. And she sort of catches him and then goes and looks and she's like, eh, must be nothing. The and wind. she goes and turns off her little red boombox and she's like, I guess I'm done. I'm sweaty. I've worked it up. And the lights go out. She's taking off her taking off her sexy little socks there and she's like, I better. She's getting like stressed out. But the weird part is it's like they almost don't give you enough to understand why she's getting stressed out. It's like we got a bunch of doors opening and this is happening and this is happening. But she's like, continuing to hurry puts her sweater on and puts her shoes on and she's just going faster and faster but it's like yeah. this dun-dun, 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 and it's like why is she so concerned and, right. and why is she so concerned that she makes sure to pick up all of her shit and turn the lights off before she leaves the room it's like, I like if you're that I like i like all the running oh go ahead hmm. just gonna say if she's that concerned wouldn't she just get the fuck out just go yeah oh, sure i mean cause I li- at this, I, if she would have done like that she'd have she, a 30 second head start <laughs> i like how she runs through the whole building though and we see the slow progression from the killer when she gets to the elevator and yep. she's let in and that's when the movie clues you in like yeah she's like oh it's yeah. you yeah yes yeah. the movie lets you know here the killer is someone everyone trusts mm-hmm. oh when she says oh it's you sir i mean so somebody who is obviously in a position of authority right right but it's also the part where they kind of say it also does a little bit of eliminating suspects for you because it takes the groundskeeper out of it. And for a while, they sort of let you believe that it might be Kendall. I also don't understand how he sneak how he sneaks a chainsaw into the elevator. It would have been really fucking obvious. But well, yeah, yeah. But it takes it, <laughs> Fair it <enough>. takes a, <laughs> but it takes at least kind of four like of our four suspects. It takes two of them away right there and then. Because nobody would call the groundskeeper, sir, and nobody would call another student, sir. Right. I like. I like this. It's scene also too, fucked though. up how how like this chainsaw has been left at every damn murder scene so far. Why the but fuck still... anybody lock the goddamn thing up, bro? <laughs> Why y'all all just leaving it laying around for the killer to come <laughs> fucking back to? 
True. At least hold on to the fucking chainsaw. Yeah. (laughs) Put it in evidence, maybe. Maybe it should go to an evidence room or something. It should at least have a little tag on it. It should be dangling. Tag dangling. The fuck? (laughs) They just leave it there. Oh, I'm sure the killer won't come back to this weapon ten more times. Maybe after the... After the the scenes where they show the puzzle pieces, maybe the next scene should be him like cutting a lock off an of evidence door and right. pulling the chainsaw out again. <laughs> that, again, see, again. Okay, that would be dope. Do, do or 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 even better, like someone has like a key. Like you see the glove hand pull out a key and opens up a locker and pulls it out. You know what I, just I mean? Think it'd be- I think it'd be fun if it had one lock the first time, two locks the second time, and by the end he's just like, oh, and he's got a bolt cutter. He's just like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I like how in the next scene they go down the elevator and they the, like the people investigating find the bodies, bro. Like Ooh, this yeah. guy's been on a fucking rampage. He's been fucking. He's got the keys. He's been opening the goddamn locker. He's got yep. the chainsaw. The arm comes off in the elevator. We we skipped over the elevator kill. Like the arm comes off and the blood, yeah, ever, like this movie's got the gore. If, they if, fly again, off unconsciously, they fly but off. not unconsciously. Trying to compare this to Halloween, where Halloween chooses atmosphere and suspense, this movie chooses hits and blood. I, <laughs> yeah, I would, I would say I would say some suspense, but also yeah, like I'd way, say it has some atmosphere too. Honestly, fleas and blood. All these, all these shots, yeah. all these shots of the killer. Mm-hmm. The killer's feet, oh. the killer moving in the shadows, but yeah, the the focus of this film is the boobies and the bloods. I feel like sure. this would be a good movie to be remade. Oh, sure. Yeah, I think because there's a lot of a lot of dialogue from people who listen. Like this movie is it's good, but like there's a lot of scenes where some better acting would have helped some of the yeah. dialogue. Sure. I'm not saying I'm not saying it's bad because I don't think it's bad actually. I think it's pretty good, but I think it could have been elevated if they would have gotten. It. I I think this movie could be remade and 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 done with a little love, a little love, yeah. and and mm-hmm. have it have sure. it have it have it brought up some and be like some tender yeah. love and care, bro. If yeah, you bro. like if you like the remake, go back to the original and see it because you yeah. you have to see this movie. This movie is yeah. dope. Yeah, you're right. Skip the tennis lessons and maybe a little more acting lessons and we would have been golden. <laughs> so then we have another we have another long white guys with various colors of hair dialogue scene. <laughs> yep. And then we not, get into not light, the not lighten the blunny. Still not, not lighting the blunny. Still not lighting it. And then we get into the bedroom scene where she's begging, begging. Oh boy, for, she for, is for one so... more time. And she <laughs> promises, she promises she'll be quiet this time. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Oh, she's I, a she's a peach. She's a peach. She's the one that was talking about. We get some dog. We get there's some Wangsky. There's some. There's Is some she Wangsky. The waterbed chick. Uh-huh. Yeah, not yet. She's not. But there's some. Yeah, there's okay. some. There's some Wangsky in there. Yeah, which you get is some dong. Weird. Yeah, I like you, it. Like you, why? you hang dong. The he hangs dong. <laughs> yeah. Okay. In this movie, this is me. If if we would shoot a a scene and y'all want someone to show their wiener, I will do it. Oh. Well, good. Good to know, bro. I yep. don't. Yeah, that's I don't me in this scene. I don't need any of that. But uh, we'll do it one day. If, if, it, if it comes up, I will think of you first. Nightclub Patreon. It'll be my like, OnlyFans. It sounds I'll like show my yeah, nightclub as long as I yeah, can wear fans. a mask. Yeah, at the same time. <laughs> I want to show mean? my face and my wiener at the same time. Yeah, because I want to ta- spread my butt cheeks as my concho. All those tattoos wouldn't give you away. Sure. Okay. 
<laughs> I think I think your wife would find out. Possibly. <laughs> Me or him? Possibly. I don't have a wife. Um, either I was talking to Ricky, the married fella. E- either oh, way, the, ta- the the tattoos Cross. would give. Yeah. Oh, just right at the end, she's like, "You you can gag me, huh?" Just oh, just <laughs> I just such a, such a ridiculous scene, you know. And then we have our our lady undercover cop who's walking, you know, through the campus, mm. you know. And we see somebody with the chainsaw, and they kind of allude to it being Willard, but it may or may not be. And there's people running around. And then we have Dime Store Bruce Lee. I just love it. Mm-hmm. You know, and she has, she actually pulls her gun out and is going to shoot him and he kicks it out of her hand. And yeah. then we have our, our pal Kendall show up on his motorcycle. Everyone's saw, coming together right here. I like yeah. this. Yeah. But then they, they help the guy up off the ground and she kind of kicks his ass. And the, the guy turns out to be his Kung Fu professor. Right. Kung Fu professor. Yes. <laughs> what? What? And this is the, <laughs> and again, this is the scene I talked about earlier where, um, what's his face? Uh, oh, I gotta find my notes. I can't Bruce think of Lee. his name. Well, Dick Randall though was a producer and he was making movies in Rome that were Kung Fu movies. And he literally like had this guy local and was like, Hey, we'll put a whole scene in for you. And it contextually to the movie, it has nothing to do with anything, like right. zero to do. It's just, <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. It's a little payday for my boy. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm I'm all about that, yeah. And then he, hell yeah, you know, you're making hard, a movie like this, you might as well. Yeah. His hard his hard work paid off, cause yeah. Well, and then our our buddy Kendall takes the lady cop home on his bike, and you know he's still he's hoping that from that motorcycle she got them good vibrations, cause you know he's he's wanting to get up in them tight jeans. But our basically pointless waterbed kill, dude. I mean, but it's so good though. It's so gory. This this shot this scene. Is it's, one of the best kills in the movie, oh, in my it's opinion. It's the no, best kill, it, in my it, opinion. It is, but there's a couple of shots where he's like on top of this girl stabbing her, and like he misses and hits the waterbed. Sure, it's chaos. She's yeah, fighting but him, I mean, you know. Uh, yeah, and, and it and it it's just to make it look cool, to make the fucking water spray more and shit. I think this so. This scene yeah. is a ten out of ten. Uh, I guess I think six, it's a ten out of ten. Okay. This this scene's That's a ten. Yeah. yeah, I think it is. And he stabs yeah. her in the fucking back mm. of the head, dude. Yeah. Through the yeah, mouth. Right. Through dope. the mouth. Dude. And then this whoop. is the best. House by the cemeteries. Or... Off the waterbed. You get to see that nice little ass again. They they, they do a good job of showing you on this nice They show ass. it to you one more time. Yep, they do. Just yeah. just in case you forgot. In case you forgot. This you didn't is forget. a 10 out of 10. Yep. And then Kendall, Kendall goes to the lady cop's room and he kind of like knocks on the door and is like, hey, baby. And she's like, uh, no. Like... Hard yeah. note, you know. Then his buddy scares him with the mask, and he's like, "Just all dejected." And we walk back into our room with the freezer again, you know. And he's putting more pieces on the puzzle. Gee, I mm. wonder what's coming next, folks. Um, just in case you forgot, and he already has like the puzzle pieces for the whole leg assembled. And he's like, "Leg, <laughs> leg." <laughs> I mean, like, right. Like, come on. I know up. the pieces yeah. fit. I watched them fall. Oh. Wing. Yeah, boy. Yeah, and then we have another gratuitous tennis shot. Um, and it's funny when she's out there; she's out pl- outside playing tennis in this short little skirt, but you can see her breath. And it's like, why is it so cold? And then the most annoying music in the history of time starts playing, <laughs> and won't shut up. There were so many times when I was a young kid watching this movie. This music ruined my masturbation time. It ruined it. Like I just, I just, I I got distracted and I just couldn't get to the end because of this fucking music. 
Because I mean, this Shout scene. Shout out with... to Shuttle to Sam. I'm gonna yeah. ruin it. Yeah. Because <laughs> well, you have this, we have this great shower scene of this tennis chick, you know, and you got everything somebody could possibly want, but this. It's like just stop, just fucking stop. That's when you but put again, it on. That's when you turn the the volume down, Grindhouse. I'm gonna well, I'm gonna get Brian to send a clip of Sam saying he's gonna ruin it. I need you yeah, to but, put it in there. Yeah, but you're also talking about oh. a time where I didn't have a remote. I would have had to get off the bed to go turn the volume down. So I could. I was too lazy for that. I just yeah. I was get gonna shit, say you lazy bitch. Get in, get out, and get shit done. You know. Yeah. I'm gonna ruin it. So Bluto shows up in the next scene, though. Yeah, he does. Well, but now you have you have Kendall what and Mary, does. like being tennis pros again, you know. But they hear the music too, and they're trying to figure out how to turn it off. But we get our our hot little tennis girl, um, who sadly enough, well, she she's so we have we're back to our chainsaw, and oh look, we have a chainsaw again, and. Our sad little tennis topless girl here who's running through this locker room in this pair of sweatpants. But they visibly show, as she's scared, they show her pissing herself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't I don't exactly know what that's about. I mean, I, I get that it's meant to extol fear and everything, but it also feels a little, like, dehumanizing to show that. Yeah. Yeah, and a little it's, sleazy, too. Like, it's, hey, it's, guys, maybe you're into this? It's, uh, sle- it's sleazy, it's raw, it's cosmic. Like, it's it's actually getting to the fucking primal shit. When people die, they piss and shit themselves. It's a fact. It's a known fact that no one talks about, but it's true. And this yeah. movie you fucking doesn't shot... You know what movie talks shot... about it? What? Fantasy. Yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is actually before she's dying, though. This is just when she's scared. Scared, right, yeah. and you're yeah. emptying. You're imp- that, That's a primal response to fear. You're Dude. emptying everything out in it because it's fight or flight, right? You've all heard that fight or flight. And he's and he's when super you- excited because he's like, "Oh, these underwears are worth so much more money yeah. now." Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You know. When you fight or flight and you flight, yeah, yeah. automatic, oh, yeah. automatic yeah. underwear well, fucking was- upgrade. That's kind of what I was saying. Yeah, it seemed like it seemed like her her urine had chosen the flight response because it was definitely out of there. Uh, <laughs> we have our big Bluto, you know, our our groundskeeper Willie, as he is known, you know, talking about the music and trying to turn the music off. And for some reason, this is a big deal. Nobody can find a switch, and he literally just goes into a room and just goes, Doop, you know, right? <laughs> it's like these aren't my keys. Like what? I just. And now shit just makes less and less fucking sense as time goes on. Well, in the next scene, but well, what's he do? Well, what's he do to that girl in the uh, in the shower though? Oh, he cuts her in half and leaves her with her innards on yep. the flow. Oh yes, he cuts her in half like Dewey Cox. Yeah, I've been That's... halved. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm cut in half pretty bad, Dewey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we have our our screaming. Our screaming bastard scene, which is over, just over oh, the phone. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no. She's she just in the hallway. She's just screaming. Yeah, she, she. They find the girl's body after she's yeah. cut in half. Yeah, and she just screams bastard over and over again. Yeah, oh, you actually yeah. have so to turn. Loud. You got to turn your speakers down because your speakers start to crackle. It's like Jesus Christ. Is that before yeah. or after the scene where? Because I'm, I'm, I got this out of out of sync when the killer puts the heels on the feet. Before, it, this is before. before. Okay, okay, before. my bad. Yep. My bad. 
Yeah, yeah this is before. Because then we have dollar, dollar store Leslie Nielsen is in a, <laughs> a room full of filing cabinets doing some sort of research, you know? And they're trying to figure out, they sort of go back and forth on Kendall, whether whether Kendall's a suspect or he's not. But then the main cop, our Christopher George guy, is like, I'm going to send that kid down there to help you do research, to do police work. So here's back in where we're embracing, <laughs> we're embracing our our collegiate group to come in and help us do like right. cop research, which doesn't make any sense. And then here's your scene with the feet, and he's trying to put the old bloody heels on, and they mm-hmm. don't fit. And right, he's just so like, he cut that girl in half for nothing. Oh, that, that's not my Cinderella. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked like, up. Shit. Yeah, these glass slippers don't fit. Damn it. Yeah. That poor but, girl. <laughs> but I would think, Fuck. I would think if this shit is as, is as covered in blood as it seems like it would be, you could probably just slip those shoes right on. Just force them a little bit. That, I mean, you know what? Blood lubricant. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know what? You, I'll tell you what. In the last movie, we were talking about using a stick of butter. So what, what difference yeah, is it Yeah, why not? Blood? Why not? Yeah. Get that iron yeah. fucking lubricant going on. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Smell, smelling all fucked up everywhere you yeah. go. The only the only goal is to get it wet. It don't gotta stay wet for long. Remember that. Um, God damn. We have our lady cop having this another one of these long drawn out shoot me in the face discussions with uh, Professor Brown. Yep. Where it's like, yeah, okay, we get it. There's there's a killer on the loose. We're all scared. What the fuck ever. Let's just move on. Yeah. It's just and this this kid Kendall, he's still trying to get a piece of this chick. So I mean, I give him an A for effort. But like yeah, he's persistent. Well, he just don't ever quite get that home run, right? And then our undercover cop Mary goes to visit. Uh, oh, excuse me, the dean of the school. And that you boy, know, that like, that boy, be sneaking around the house. Oh, big yeah. time, big time. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. if you if you watch this closely, and I when I watched this again earlier today, when our killer is dragging things through that room and goes to the freezer door and things like that. There's a lot of little clues in those scenes that show you his entire setup here. Um, some of them is the bookshelf. There's a bunch of woodwork that you can see that pretty much by now you should know. And if you don't know, it's because you ain't been paying attention. But then our wonderful Dean makes her a cup of tea. Yeah. And mm-hmm. he has his little magic bottle of eye drops, which I'm guessing is uh, time to go night, night and not know it sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So, forget me nows. Forget me nows. <laughs> yeah. So he's basically giving her some sort of a paralytic where she knows what's happening. She's awake, but she can't really fight. And then we have back to our CSI investigative lab where we have dime store Leslie Nielsen and his apprentice <laughs> who are little doing screech, little, little, little screech slipping on Serpies, slurpees. <laughs> Pretty much, yep. Yeah, I think he's isn't that like a Wendy's cup? I think it's a Wendy's cup. He's yeah, they're, drinking, they're, uh, they're eating Frosties. <laughs> Frosties, there it is. A Frosty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they've they but, got they got them fucking pieces Frosties going on. Yep, Frosties they, with the pieces. They cook. figure, yeah, they figure out uh-huh. that the dean at some point changed his name. Oh, and then you also have this weird scene where this uh, the do- dollar store Leslie Nielsen takes his gun off the desk out of what appears to be like a moccasin. It looks like a moccasin to me. And then, yeah. tuck, and then tucks it into his belt. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not how cops carry their guns. But hey, what do I know? I am just a dime store podcaster. <laughs> so as the dean gives Mary her tea, 
Yeah. And she starts to feel kind of funny. He's spinning That's... that spoon like it's goddamn get out, bro. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It's like she should have seen this coming. She did not, but he keeps staring at her feet. And he's just like, mm. <laughs> mm. okay. He's being he's, a creep. He's totally being a creep. He's making What's his... the rule? No free feet. Come on. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Never. So at this point, all of our cops are pretty much in the know, and everyone's rushing there. Our our cop still has not lit his cigar, so that's just right. sad. Yep, the blunty is still unlit. Yep. But now our dean is looking like a total fucking pervo, and he's like putting down for the first time in the whole movie now, putting down plastic so he doesn't yes. make a mess. Yes, he's you like know? he's like Christian Bale in fucking American Psycho right here. Mm-hmm. This boy mm-hmm. is preparing. For, for the inevitable, the unescapable fate of what's yeah, happening. He is. And he he is. grabs he, them feet. He oh. grabs them feet. <laughs> well, and the funny part with all these cops coming up, there's not <laughs> there's not anything that's actually a cop car. There's like all these fucking old cars, but there's no revolving blue lights. There's nope. nothing. You know? No, you're damn right, man. They all yeah. show up and there ain't no cop shit nowhere. And then we have yeah. the Dean with his big chrome knife. Yeah. It is so abundantly chromed, it's ridiculous. Like the worst, the worst surface and the worst finish for a knife ever is chrome, <laughs> and that's what he's got. It, I suppose it's a horror movie trope, but then but the cops it's, are it's coming. It's reflective as fuck, so you know. Well, it is. It, it glints the light, so I yeah. guess well, that's why they do it. Yeah, yeah, it just looks cool because this yep. movie does that to an effect. It, 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 the light shines off the knife, and it's really cool. And the cops yeah. come upstairs, and they're like, fucking planning what's going to happen here. Like, yep. well, how are they going to fucking take th- this this guy down? Mm-hmm. Dude, this whole movie building up to this point, um, as sleazy, as fucked up, as stupid as whatever yeah. some scenes can be, this movie has a lot interjected in between with the serious. And this this yeah. scene is serious. Like they yeah. shoot a door out, the fucking yeah. lock off, and they go in. And they're just sneaking. They're just sneaking through. And they find Mary on the bed, sort of sort of half paralyzed, like huh? And there's yeah. Kendall. She keeps Honey. looking to the left yeah. and they don't yeah. fucking get yeah. it. Yeah. She's like, like yeah. <laughs> looking at the fucking <laughs> yeah. staring at the goddamn yeah. curtain and they're yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. oh man, what's yeah. wrong? What happened to you? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's that moment where it's like, okay, okay, it's two words. What is it? And she's like, <laughs> sounds like, sounds like cat. No, no, no. Purr. Purr. Sounds like purr. Oh. Per pertains to no. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just it's just it's like the fucking worst game of charades ever. For sure. Oh, and, and and there's Kendall still trying to help her. Like let's get out of here. And she's yeah. still like eyeballing the shit out of the curtains. And it's like I mean, if wouldn't she can't you want to look at what she's looking at? Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. And it's like at some point, it's like you're like, but yeah, come on, look, you're walking and doing all, and it's like. And then there's your shiny knife, and he's like, "Oh!" And the guy's just sweaty. He just—he looks like he looks like a fat guy going to a buffet. It is so great. He's just like, <laughs> he's just—he's got a giant knife, and he's just. Sweaty. I can't like, wait until oh. I can fucking devour everything oh. in front of me. Exactly. Yeah. That's me right. every time I go to a buffet. Cause I ain't gonna lie, hmm? like I'm always fucking candy eyeing that shit. I'm like, what is here? Oh, what's this? And I'm piling my plate up big time. Big yeah. fun time. Oh, yeah, I'm well. usually I'm usually sweating when I walk out because I ate too much and I got a shit. That's usually my problem. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, bro, the shit comes on hardcore, and I love the end of this uh, movie where the professor is struggling. The knife is in between him and the hero, 
and the fucking yeah. fem, the the fem fatale is watching, yeah, and they fucking the... struggle, 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 and they got damn. Oh, God. one shots them, just one shots them. Doesn't even aim, just just yeah. Oh, it's so dope. dope. It's yeah, so it's... dope. Oh, and then we get a nice fuck you ending. Uh, yes, we do. <laughs> it's almost it's almost past the fuck you ending, really, because. I mean, usually a fuck you ending at least makes a little bit of sense. Right. This, this doesn't make any fucking sense at all. <laughs> I mean, so they find the puzzle, right? They find a, the, the, they find the lady puzzle and they're like, oh, okay. So this might hint to his motivation. And then the guy leans on the bookshelf and then the body pops out and the dress falls off and the boobs just come out flapping and right. fall on top of Kendall. And he's just like, ah. And the body's like all different kinds of blue and what it's just, it's like, it's like, it's the, first... the, it's the sewed together parts that yeah. the homie's been collecting. It's a Franken bay that yeah, he like was the, making. And then, and, as, and, and then what, what happens next? What happens oh, next? You gotta, right you now? gotta say it. You gotta say it, dude. It's... <laughs> all right. So everyone starts to relax just a bit because everyone's <laughs> good and safe. Mm-hmm. And this Franken lady. Who is dead and made up of many dead people parts? Yes. Reaches up and rips the homie's dick off. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And that's how the movie ends. Yeah. Oh. Uh, we got a dick ripping from a dead woman in a movie that's not even supernatural. Yes. What the fuck? Yeah. The ending. Well, the ending's a ten. I'm like, it- I'm for it. Is is it fair to say that this is where the movie gets cosmic? Oh, well, yeah, I, for it, sure. It, I think it done did before, but yes. So if it wasn't before, it is now. I mean, yeah. shit don't matter no more. So yeah, pieces from 1982. Um, I suggested this because I had fond memories of it, and now that we've talked about it tonight, I think it was more fond memories of masturbating and then anything <laughs> <Sure>. else. <laughs> um, well, because when I saw this, I was like 12. So sure. you know, that's amazing. <laughs> when you're well, when you're 12 years old, the wind can blow right and you get a hard on. You know, Hell so yeah. it's just oh, kind yeah. of how it oh, is. Yeah. Um, with that said. This movie has a lot of great kills in it. I think the effects are really good. Oh, yeah. uh, the magical floating evidence chainsaw that no one ever seems to bother to <laughs> lock up is fucking amazing. It is just fucking amazing. I mean, Leatherface would love this. It's like, nobody want really? Okay, <laughs> sure, I'll keep right. using it. Um, the sort of backstory and the lore and how the how he uses a puzzle, I think is amazing. I just I just love it. I mean, it's right in your face. Here's the story, but I still really like it. Right. Uh, overall, is it a fantastic movie? No, it's not fantastic. Like we said, they should have spent less money on tennis lessons and more on acting lessons, but whatever. <laughs> um, borderline Giallo, total exploitation movie. Honestly, misogyny out the ass, which is kind of par for the course for that, for, for European slashers and early Giallos of that time. Um, 
I would safely, safely give this movie like a seven because I just enjoyed it so much. I just enjoy it. It's, it's, it's never going to be high on anyone's list probably. Um, but it's a fun watch. It's a fun story. And to be perfectly honest, it's really fun to laugh at. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, I mean, if, if you're okay with that piece of it, then, you know, go out, watch it, have a laugh. Don't be, you aren't going to be super, I mean, it's, it's gross. This this movie is a blast, dude. Like this movie is a blast. It's so much fun. Coming off the heels of Halloween, like we just covered with Cronenberg, um, 10 out of 10 slasher movie. This movie is so much fun to watch. I saw it the first time ever when Joe Bob showed it for his original Shutter Run, where it wasn't meant to be a show. It, the last drive-in was not meant to be a show that we see every year, which I'm blessed. We're all blessed to have that every fucking year. A new season of The Last Drive-In, Joe Bob doing more movies. It's so dope. And all the specials. I love it. I love it. But when he first was was doing this like resurgence of Joe Bob, I'm going to do one last fucking run. Pieces was the movie he ended that on. So if you ever thought there was going to be more Joe Bob, you were wrong because he thought this was the end. He showed pieces as his last movie ever when he thought it was done. And he broke the fucking internet. Like, we know why now this, sh- the last drive in exists, but pieces with the, was the last movie he ever showed. That's the first time I saw it. And dude, I had such a blast with it. This is a fun slasher movie. It's got the tropes, but it's got some interesting shit going on too set at a college campus and we find out by the end that the killer is the dean like it's got it's got cool elements that are different than other slasher films i think the gore is dope and for the sake of tonight i'm gonna give this movie i love the the discussion but i'm gonna give this film an eight out of ten um wow it was a lot of fun and I'm not trying to like like go above and beyond. I'm just saying like from last night's watch along where I was drunk as fuck and I'm drunk as fuck now. <laughs> but I'm just saying like we, we had fun watching this movie and based on that and tonight's talk. Yeah, 8 out of 10 for this movie for me. I think it's worth a watch. Everyone out there, horror fan, go find it. It's on, uh, it's on Prime watched, right now. I think we That's watched it on fucking Tubi tonight. Or the other night, rather. <laughs> but yeah, go seek it out, because it's dope. It's a rad little piece of horror history. It really is. All right. So Ricky pieces, Bobby. 83. 83 pieces, cuz. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> so There's 83 is, pieces in this bitch. This is a movie that the first time I watched it, I was like, man, the gore's cool. But that's all it's got going for it. I thought it was pretty mid the first time I saw it. And that's even with watching it with Joe Bob. Um, boring, you know, but yep. watching it with you guys last night has elevated it some for me because I feel like this is a movie that you watch with friends. You don't take mm. it serious. You enjoy it for what it is. Mm-hmm. It's well, unless it's, you're, unless you're 13, then you watch and, it by yourself. Well, sh- Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I can see that for sure. You got to stroke that monkey demon, dick. 
Boy, oh yeah. Flog that dolphin. Flog it. Yeah, if I had access to this movie at at 12, then it would be a different story. (laughs) Um, But yeah, this movie is just sleazy and gory in the funnest ways. It's got some bad acting, some not great dialogue, which is also fun. Sometimes the score works, sometimes it doesn't. The camera work is actually low-key pretty gnarly, pretty good in here. I did appreciate a lot of the uh, a lot of the camera work, especially those stalking Agreed. scenes and stuff. I agree. And with that. the waterbed kill, dude. Yeah, dude. Come on, that thing. It just looks amazing. It looks like it could be something in Suspiria. You're right. You're or right. In an Argento though, to, film to point out that like a lot of shots in this film are very strategically set up. Like th- this is not amateur hour right now. No, no, no. Not at, no. not not on the camera work. No. It, it's 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 kind of like it's like the bastard child of a fucking slasher and a giallo mm-hmm. and you can really see the giallo influences here mm-hmm. and there yes sir uh, mm-hmm. aside yep. from just the black gloves and the the who done it but in the way right. in the in the the craft of the film it, it's very giallo-ish i agree 1000 percent cotton um 1000 percent cotton love it yeah <laughs> I mean, but the, the waterbed off. kill, the waterbed kill. Come on, that's mm-hmm. that's the best. Uh, mm-hmm. Parts of this movie are a ten. Parts yep. of it are absolutely a ten out of ten. Yep. Best I can give you is six point five. All right. That's me enjoying this movie for what it is. Um, with friends, with friends, this movie is a blast. By myself, I think I would not pay attention to it most of the time. Dude, this is fucking crazy. Nightclub happening right now. We've been giving things 10s left and right. L- listen to yeah. this. Not a 10 on board. Not a 10. And Ricky came in the lowest on this movie. <laughs> hey, man. I-, I had it pegged. I had it pegged last night. And I told y'all. I told y'all where I was sitting. I was like sitting at like a six, six and a half. Totally fair, dude. And, and even with my seven, at least two points of that is uh, owed to Kleenex. Oops. So no clean. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, so it like so, but I get it. So yeah, no, that's a fair score. Hey man, you know it is what it is. I'm not trying to shit on the movie. I think it's a lot of fucking fun. No, I don't think you are. No, I don't think you are. It's definitely an above app. I gave it an above average score because how fun it is to watch with you guys. I just love how we're we're known as like the ten out of ten. Well, because we them boys. Yeah, we them boys, but we're not giving it that though. We're not doing it. Not certain part, certain parts of this movie are a ten, sure, but the whole package is not. The ending, ten. Yeah. Yes. The waterbed, <laughs> ten. Yep. Yep. The Agree movies, with... ten. <laughs> the, the ghost corpse bride ripping your cock off in the end just because. <laughs> ten. Like, ten. That's a ten. Fucking Frankenhooker rips your cock off. Yeah, so okay. this movie is not a ten, but it's a ten. <laughs> Nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> I am your loving and welcoming host, Grindhouse Zombie. Once again, bringing you the best that we can bring you, or at least seven points of good. And by the way, skip the tennis lessons and get some active lessons, because that would have saved some shit. (laughs) Um, You can find me everywhere that you already know that you can find me in our Discord. Chat us up. I'm not the most active in there, but I got a more than full-time job. But when something's funny, I pop in and say, hey, you're funny. Mm -hmm. Um... You can also find me on Handle with Scare. You know, come join us every Tuesday on Twisted Tuesday on Kick for that, and then every Wednesday for our recording where you can chat along and 
bust our balls for some of the shit ass movies that T picks because they all <laughs> are kind of bad. <laughs> and uh, if you care to watch a movie titled Pieces, I think if we've learned nothing else, lock up your motherfucking chainsaw already. Hope you know you chainsaw. Give me a ass roll. <laughs> Embrace your groundskeeper, because he's the only one who knows what the fuck's going on. He's the only one that can turn off the stupid-ass music. He's the only one that knows where to ch- save the chainsaw, but you done arrested him or some shit. So it's just sitting out there for the killer to fucking use all the rest of the movie. <laughs> well, at the same time, he does have a line in the movie where he pulls a handful of keys out of his pocket and goes, These aren't my keys. Okay. <laughs> For us, they were in your pocket. Okay. Right. <laughs> it's like pulling down your pants and going, "These aren't my balls. What's going on?" Fuck. <laughs> stay spooky and keep on fucking ducking your dean. It's a fucking ten, boy. My boy, my boy, 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 boy.
Hey, hey.